Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where we help a beginning player or coach by talking about the fundamentals of basketball bi-weekly on this podcast. Our goal is to help those new to basketball build a strong foundation to advance their skill and knowledge. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. Thank you. Hi, I'm Coach Sadler. Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. I have been a coach for more than 20 years. I have a Master's of Science degree in psychology with a specialization in sports psychology. I am an assistant coach at a university, a USA Basketball Gold licensed coach, as well as a varsity youth basketball coach in the summer. I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to help athletes new to basketball gain skills and knowledge that can impact their ability to contribute to a team in the future. Coaches who are new to the sport can also use the information provided in this podcast to help grow their skills and knowledge. My goal is to share information that is easy to understand, that is relatable and achievable. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for episode 16 of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. And I really do appreciate you taking a few moments to spend some time with me. For those joining us for the first time, a brief recap of the topics covered thus far. Now, I encourage you to listen to all of the previous episodes. I truly believe you will benefit from the information provided. So let's get to it. In the first episode, we talked about goal setting, the importance of setting a goal, a timeline for completing the goal, and how to accomplish the goal. In the second episode, we discussed visualization and how using this mental training technique can be used to help you become a better basketball player, visualize, believe, practice, and perform. In the third episode, we focused on internal and external motivation and how these motivators impact your desire and drive to play basketball. In episode four, we discussed planning your basketball workout. We reviewed four habits and skills that need to be included in your daily workouts to maximize your opportunity to receive playing time, which are conditioning and warming up, ball handling, defense, and rebounding. And most importantly, we stress to always have fun even when the work is hard. In episode five, we discussed three keys to mental toughness, positive self-talk, being self-confident, and being comfortable and relaxed in your ability to perform the basketball skills you've learned. In episode six, I provided seven tips on how to be a great teammate, which are to be in top physical condition, to learn, understand, and live up to the expectations of the team, to not be concerned with what another player is doing, good or bad, to play within your capabilities, to respect all of your coaches and teammates, to keep a journal, video, audio, written, or all three, 
and to catch the basketball, you've got to have good hands. In episode seven, we talked about the importance of communication. As expressed by Coach K, Duke University men's basketball coach, effective teamwork begins and ends with communication. I also provided a 30-day action plan to help you become an effective communicator on the basketball court. In episode eight, we focused on overcoming adversity by controlling the things that you can control, your attitude, your work ethic, your actions, yourself. In episode nine, we focused on game management and the importance of your ability to control a game. You should always know the time, score, and situation, see the entire floor, put teammates in a position to be successful, do not overpass the basketball, stay in good defensive position, and compete to win every battle. In episode 10, we discussed loving the process which I define as the work you need to put in to master the skills of basketball. You have to give 100%, not just to the basketball drills you like, but to the drills you do not like as well. In episode 11, we focused on working smarter, not just harder. Working smarter requires discipline, uncomfortableness, and openness to change. Listening to instruction that you know is for your own good and also taking the time to take a day off to rest, relax, and to have fun. In episode 12, I asked, how do you define success? Remember, the team must come first. Let your teammates help you be successful and do not focus on scoring points to the detriment of your team. And also, define your own success and live up to your own expectations. In episode 13, we talked about being coachable and holding yourself accountable, which means to be open to learning new ways of doing things, to not question every instruction or create excuses for why you cannot or will not do something, to soak up all the information your coaches are providing, The coach of your team must be the only coach that you are attentive to, period, hands down, no questions. And also include the word we when you ask your teammates to do something. For example, we need to play better defense. And then accountability means doing the little extra to succeed. In episode 14, we talked about confidence. Confidence comes from doing. Confidence is a critical mental skill needed to master the skill of basketball and life skills. Now, confidence does not mean you will not make mistakes or fail. It simply means that you have the belief in yourself to try and to not give up. In episode 15, we talked about performance nervousness. Remember, it's natural to get butterflies but you want to stay calm by taking deep breaths, visualizing success, and keeping a positive mindset. And also, you want to make sure that that you care about what you're doing in practice, that you care about those outcomes, that you're treating practice like a real game, and that you're being competitive so that you can take everything that you're doing in practice 
and carry it over into the real competitions. Now, from the very beginning, this podcast has focused on what I believe are the skills you need to contribute to a basketball team. And I use my knowledge as a coach with 20 plus years of experience in working with youth, high school, and college players and share that knowledge with you. My goal is simply to help you accomplish your goals, the goals that you've established for yourself. Every episode is geared for your growth in both in both the physical and mental aspects of basketball. The information I'm sharing with you, I believe will help you throughout your basketball journey and beyond. And the best part about the journey is that you're recording it in your basketball journal so you can access it forever. Now, today's topic is is one that's big for coaches at all levels. If you master this skill, you're going to help yourself a great deal. Now, I know a lot of focus is on scoring the basketball. After all, if the team doesn't score, how can you compete with your opponent? But as we've discussed in in previous podcast, podcast episodes, sometimes the ball will not go in the hoop. Even when you're getting wide open shots and easy layups. But how you react to those moments is a big deal. Now, I've shared skills and techniques on how to overcome these moments. But one way not to react in these moments is to stop playing when they happen. You always want to be a two-way player. Basketball is a fast-paced game. In a matter of seconds, you can go from offense to defense to offense again. And because it's a fast-paced game... Sometimes there is no time to think, only time to react and let your basketball instincts take over. To that end, there is no time to think about or dwell on good plays or bad plays. There is only time to stay in the present moment of what is happening on the court. Now, here's what I mean. Let's say you miss a shot and you hang your head in disbelief. The game does not stop to allow you to have that moment of of disappointment. Your teammates do not stop and your opponent does not stop. The moment you miss that shot, a new moment begins. But because you are reacting to your miss, you are not in the present moment and your opponent scores because there is a five on four situation. Every time you fail to move to the next moment or the next play, your coach is thinking about subbing you out. Coaches do not want players who stop playing every time something on the court does not go the player's way. Coaches want players who are going to play on both ends of the court, offense and defense every single time. How many times have you participated in or watched a game in which a player believes she gets fouled going to the basket and in her frustration does not run back down the court to play defense? Some players do this a lot. 
<laughs> this player is what I call a half quarter, meaning they rarely get past the offensive side of the court. This type of player loves playing offense, but is missing on defense too many times. I am telling you right now, coaches do not want this behavior from their players. And I would dare say neither do teammates. I would also venture to say that you do not want to show this behavior as a player. And you do not want your teammates to show this behavior either. You want to be a two-way player which means you play offense and you hustle back to play defense. The term two-way player is a common phrase in basketball. A two-way player is proficient at both the offensive side of the game and the defensive side of the game. And this is the behavior you want to model to increase your chances of getting player time, getting playing time. How do you accomplish this skill? Well, in my experience, it's about focus and understanding what your team is trying to achieve and not stopping until the final whistle. Focus and understanding are two mental aspects that you can, you can absolutely control. At the end of the day, it comes down to choice. You can choose that no, ma- no matter what happens on each and every play, you're going to keep moving. I had a saying with my summer team. We do not stop moving until, until a whistle is blown. I carry that throughout practice and our games. Think about it. There are only a few times when the game stops. On timeouts, and when an official has blown their whistle, and then at halftime. So keep playing and giving your maximum effort until the whistle blows. Be a two-way player. I hope this information has been beneficial. Please join me for the next episode of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter.